Welcome to another edition of the Purple and Gold Frames podcast. I'm here with my man Laker Lou and I'm Marcel. So let's get it started with the calendar as we always do. What we got going for this week, Lou? Well, this week we got a, a matchup in Miami on Tuesday. Another matchup with Orlando on Wednesday. A little back-to-back action there in Florida. Then we got the Mavs on Friday. And on Sunday we wrap it up with uh, the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, man. So uh, this is a continuation of the road trip that started on Friday with a great win against the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, man. I was excited to finally taste that victory. Taste victory. And uh, unfortunately, today we tasted uh, defeat. Again, we went back to uh, the old ways. It was a good game, though. It it was winnable. But again, you know, you're going to have these games where they're going to try to figure it out. You know, they're going to mess up. And and I think these are the type of games that make these young guys, you know, that's Mm -hmm. the experience factor of, of everything. So I'm just trying to mop it up for their their woes yeah so well <laughs> you know so it's a continuation and hopefully the guys grow together this week i being away on this uh east coast swing and going back uh i call this you know this leg of the swing i um i call it the bush brothers right so we got jeb first going down to florida oh okay. then we're gonna go to george going down into uh to Texas, I don't know. It's corny, but uh, <laughs> a little political. You trying to get political? On this I know, myself? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so and then, um, uh, hopefully next week uh, we can uh, have a good win against the Pistons. But we got uh, four games going, and hopefully it'll be a good week this week. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to that week, and hopefully some more progress, man. So, yep, let's get it going. <laughs> All right, we're getting into the segment called Around the World. You all know what this uh, segment's about. We uh, talk about things that are happening in the NBA and, of course, the Lakers. Uh, my man Marcel is going to take the first shot here. The first shot, let's let's go down to uh, Rucker Park and uh, take a contested jumper, you know, uh, <laughs> with a hand in our face. Uh, let's talk about NYC, the whole... Uh, Two-game trip over there, yeah, the two-game two. swing in Brooklyn and in uh, Madison Square Garden down in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. What do you what you what you take away from that that uh, those two games there? Uh, Brooklyn was it was great to see that um, I mean, that game somebody had to win, right? Both of those teams were both on the L train, right? They're both, both on losing. the L train, uh, and so you know I'm glad that we came out with the win. I think that uh, we're starting to see our talent uh, come together a little bit more because of some changes that Byron made in the in the in the way he played the game and um, working with Kobe and then also the bench so that was effective and um, Meta was huge Meta yeah, was I love a, that I love was, Meta getting some playing time I love the fact that Black and uh, Larry Nance Jr. got some playing time mm-hmm. I think it really changed the dynamic of the squad there um, Kelly and Bass just something wasn't clicking right there so Props to Byron for making that change and, and getting things going there. And I was happy, man, that they pulled out the win. You could tell, like, these guys were pumped. I seen Julius Randle screaming at the end of that game, like, a frustrate, like, <laughs> yeah, like, and then finally we got this win, you know, and that was good to see. And it's, you know, it's a work in progress. People yeah. want them to win immediately and, and be like this team that, that's just going to blow out. Nonetheless, a good a good win for them in, in Brooklyn. What did you think about that NYC game uh, earlier today? That was a win, right? That was a win. Yeah, definitely winnable. It it was winnable and a win until 
uh, I my opinion is when they brought back D'Angelo uh, in that fourth quarter. In that fourth quarter, D'Angelo uh, or uh, I don't want to pin it all on the young guy, but uh, the something left the game. We we did not score for like what an eight yeah, minute stretch. Yeah, there was a little drought there that they didn't score, and the, the, the dynamic did change a little bit. They were on a little bit of a roll. They had that lead. And like how you said, man, when he came in, it just kind of, well, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to pin it on him, but, I mean, you just have to point out the facts, right? Yeah. When he came in is when things changed. The dynamic changed. The ball kind of stopped moving. And, and it takes a while for that kid to get into the offense. It yeah. just, you know, that's, yeah. I think that's yeah, the hard that part. Yeah, one, that one uh, episode where he was just dribbling at the the, the key and, and the, the play that he wanted to do was not developing and he just kept dribbling just kept dribbling <laughs> and then he just chucked it to somebody else i think it was kobe or somebody yeah. and you know and no, those are things you cannot have happen at the end of games that's why you need lou williams in there lou williams is a far far better player and far far uh, better equipped to end games and i know a lot of people want d'angelo to develop and do all of these things but um Lou should have been out there. Yeah, man. With even those minutes that that D'Angelo was there. Yeah, Byron said it, man. It's like it doesn't come down to. Well, it's a fine line of developing and winning yeah. games. You got to win games, right? People want people want um, some wins, so you got to make a decision of whether to sit the young fellow or or bring him in and develop him. And um, it's it's tough. It's, and like it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a develop a development issue with him. I think for the season, it's gonna be a whole learning season. Mm-hmm. Hopefully by what is it? Uh, February, you know, the All Star. Maybe we'll see something different mm-hmm. from from um, you know early on in, in the season. It's barely a couple of weeks, you know, yeah. to the season. So we'll see what happens there. So take another shot, man. Uh, let me see. Oh, let's go back to the NYC game and talk about uh, Kobe's farewell tour, man. Is it his last season or what? What do you think? I think so, man. I, I think, think so too, man. I see by the by the love that he was getting out there and and yeah. how he was his demeanor out there on the course it seems to point that that's it, man. He's gonna hang him up. Better get some tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better get some tickets. Well, well, well. You still can to see this uh, this goat, man. To you know, witness something that you know a lot of people are not gonna see. You know, a lot of youngsters are not gonna see in a long time. This guy smashed a lot of records. Made his definitely put his imprint in the nba i had a i had a chance to see jordan have you seen jordan play no i never got to see jordan yeah, i had a chance to see jordan later in his career not mm-hmm. when he was you know tearing it up but nonetheless you know i could say that i saw jordan yeah and, and that's what these youngsters need to do right now is get a ticket go see kobe and say hey, man at least i got to see kobe play hopefully he's not uh resting that day or injured so <laughs> yeah i had to almost slap my son <laughs> He has a Kobe Bryant jersey, and he's like, "Who is this guy?" Oh my goodness! And I was like, "Oh my god, man!" You, I, I think I gotta I'm slap not, you myself for not teaching you. I know I'm not teaching. I'm missing something here. You know, I'm, I'm not pass, I'm passing down the. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna get uh, child protective services. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really gonna slap myself. Right? Hey man, but it's uh, hard. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 uh it's sad, but it's kind of cool to see this whole thing play out because we both. Uh, you know, fanatics. We've seen. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been following this dude since he came into into the league. Yeah. And to see everything play out, and to see him getting that love, and you know, I mean, even in Brooklyn when he was hitting shots, you the crowd was erupting. I was like, wow, yeah. that's a lot of love, man. That's that's good to see. That's definitely good to see. I think it's his last season, man. Yeah. I think the way he's playing, 
and uh, you know his demeanor. Uh, you know, I don't see him uh, hanging on by no. a string, trying to trying to compete. I think you know his body just is not working the way that I think he wants it to work. So yeah. I think I think this is it. Well, I think I heard a report out there that said that uh, it's his last season because his family was there watching the game over there in Brooklyn, and they were mm-hmm. saying that you know they're coming out to see him playing these in these yeah. you know big cities for the last time. And Kobe's like, no, nah, they always come out to the NY when they come see me play. They always come out. So I was like, yeah. ah, he's downplaying it. Yeah, but that's a likely story, though. I mean, yeah, it's I true. Mean, but I think he's, I think he's gonna be doing a lot of downplaying on the because yeah. he doesn't want. He 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 said that he doesn't want the farewell tour and all that stuff going on. So no, but I think I think is, this this is it. Unless some, I think let's assume that this is it. You know, something drastic would have to change for 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 him to come back to me. You know, but but right now, this is done. This is it. So, like we said before, man, don't miss them. Get your tickets. Catch the greatest show on earth before it leaves town. <laughs> yep. So I think that's enough for, enough shots for tonight. All right. Cool. Peace. All right. Next up on the podcast is the bench press. We're going to talk about all of the guys coming off the pine and seeing what uh, they're doing or not doing to help us. So uh, what do you see this week uh, so far from, from our bench? Well, Byron made a, a change this week in, in, in the bench. There. Let's give him a clap. Yeah, let's give him a round of applause thank for that, you, for making you, a move. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, you, if you're following the Lakers, you'll you notice that Bass, Kelly, and Huerta were not getting no playing time. Yeah, no more run uh, for them. No more run for them in exchange for Meta, Larry Dance Jr., and uh, Tarek Black. Yep. Then uh, from what I've seen, I love it, man. Yeah. I love I love what uh, the change that Byron did there. Uh, Meta comes in. He brings in that defensive energy and gets everybody pumped up. And Larry Nance is a pogo stick. He's getting boards, you know, altering shots. And, and Black is the same way, man. He just hustles and he, he does good. Yeah. All of those guys have brought something to the table and changed the game, changed the complexion of the, or the flow of the game. And that's what you want from your bench. You want your bench to come in there and muck it up a little bit. Yeah, man. And, um, you know, all of those guys are doing that. And Kelly, Bass, and Huertas, you know, was he was okay. and He was doing fine. But I think he's just a victim of having... A victim of circumstance? Yeah, a victim of circumstance. He, he might get some time. <laughs> yeah, him. I kind of liked Huerta. It's just the, the unit that he was running with wasn't producing, yeah. which made him look bad, you know, a lot yeah. of things. Yeah, I think we're still going to see a little bit more of Huerta in there uh, later on as things get long going. Season, long, long season. Yeah, long season, man. He's just trying to figure things out still here. But what I liked about Byron, what he was doing is he was staggering the lineup, right? Yeah, he started he, to do that more. Yeah, bringing in, like, not bringing in a whole new, you know, three, <laughs> four people at a time. He's kind of like infusing uh, Lou, taking out Russell, bringing in Lou, let them run for a little bit. Taking out Hibbert, bringing in Black, let that run for a little bit, and then and so forth and so on. And it's kind of... It's more consistency to it, right? There's uh, just a better flow of flow to it rather yeah, exactly. than you bring all these guys in and and if they if they're working that's great but if they're not you know it's it's such a big big change to do and you don't want always to have to go back to your starters uh you want to talk about what Lou's bringing Lou has been one of the best pickups um that we could have ever hoped for 
I mean, the guy has brought, I mean, look at all of the different categories that he is effective in. You know, he is, you know, closing out games for us, yep. right? He is, you know, playing at point guard. But he's also, you know, effective at shooting and, and you know. Drawing fouls. Drawing and fouls. To the line. You know, and he's not been a detriment, not getting a lot of turnovers. And he's been uh, in the ear of some of these other younger guys talking to him. Like, he's not been happy at all with any of those losses. and, and being He's a very, competitor, man. Very competitive. So he's he's been awesome, you know. Swaggy, Swaggy from all of the smiles and all of the the rep that he all has, the swaggyliciousness, swaggyliciousness, <laughs> and people hating on him. Yeah, I remember at the beginning of the season, all of these folks get his ass out of here. If I, you know, yeah. you know, they wanted him. to trade him. Right? They wanted to trade him so bad just because he's like, you know, Nick Young. Because he has swag. Well, he has why swag. they hating on his swag? I don't understand. But he has been consistent, very very consistent. Um, he even got a block today or something. I mean, he's 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 been um, professional and and he, he we all know he can score. So he's 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 been doing a great job. So adding those other three guys we talked about to those two guys, Swaggy and Lou, has made the bench. Yeah, it's a good solid. dynamic. It's a very good dynamic. Um, I love out of that change. The one I love the most probably is Matt. Man, I love Meta World Peace. Mm-hmm. I just love his game. I love his attitude. I love how he brings. Yeah, he's a little older. He don't move like he used to move. But still, man, you can't take away um, his knowledge and and these little these little tricks of the trade, you know, to get into people's heads or to just, you know, I mean, the man don't quit. He gets after every ball when he's in there. As much as his body allows him to, he's there, you know. And yeah. I think Byron did a good job and 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 putting him in. Maybe he was saving him for a little bit later. But he said, <laughs> "Hell no, I gotta bring him in." immediately and get this thing cracking right now but yeah, like, i love meta man i love what he brings like you said he's all over the place yeah he was on five different five different guys he went from baseline out to the corner and back on uh, to the other side of the floor yep. i mean at his age that can't help but inspire all of these other other cats yeah, he's to, putting to these work. young guys on notice right he's like look what i'm doing you guys better step up your games yeah he's he's uh definitely Putting that work in on the bench press. Yeah, man, I, I'm digging this this uh, lineup change that uh, Byron did. So uh, look look forward to to more of that in this coming week. Yep. Get uh, last thing on this. Give Byron a little bit of credit for making that change. I know everybody's on on him, and as his the the tension is hot, man, hot <laughs> in LA. They were calling for his head last Call, week. Man. Calling for his head. As I said, he makes changes slower than I would like but he does make them and when he makes them let's give him some credit because that is a, a thing that I think a lot of Laker fans have wanted and he actually did and that's a good thing so uh, let's let's give give him he's our coach right we are not going to fire him tomorrow yeah you know so let's give him credit for making that bench better yeah man let's give him that credit and, and see what happens yeah All right, Marcel, we're going to get into this Young Gun segment. And, and for all you out there, we the Young Gun segment is about these uh, these young guys on, on the Lakers squad, talking about D'Angelo Russell, Julius Randle, and Jordan Clarkson. Uh, Marcel, so far, what's your take on D'Angelo Russell? 
Well, D'Angelo uh, has a lot of folks out there, I'm sure, in Lakerland that are, you know, in his camp. And, uh, you know, some might say coddling <laughs> them a little bit. Swaddling, uh, coddling, so, yeah. I don't know, like babying him a little yeah, bit? Yeah, a little or... bit, a little bit. Uh, I'm not one of those folks, you know. I'm okay. one of those folks where I need to see some results. And, um, some tough love. Some tough love. He has the to earn what he, he what he will rightfully get if he if he works out as a Laker and um, there's some things that uh, some suggestions if he would listen to this podcast you know <laughs> <laughs> you never know man he might be listening to you now what are you gonna say to him what are you I would tell say him? don't hold the ball for instance in the, the game today in the fourth quarter talking about the New York Knicks game the New York Knicks game okay he held the ball. At the end of uh, uh, and and had the shot clock going down, trying to work uh, the play out. Uh, I think he has to make a decision quicker, either take a shot uh-huh. or move the ball. If he makes a bad mistake, if, even if it's a turnover, even if it's a missed shot, that would be better than him dribbling the ball, stalling out, stalling out. You know, and to, to guys, come on, we got to run this play. We got to run this. No, you have to make a decision. You are the head of the snake. You are the coach on the floor. Yeah. The make general, right? Happen. The point yeah. guard, right? You got you to gotta lead. I seen that too, man. And it's, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the type of person he is. I think he's a real heady guy, like real, you know, the cerebellum is in overdrive when he's mm-hmm. out there. And he's not really acting off of instinct and, and getting into, into just, playground mode you know just get in there play ball man just don't and like how you said who cares if you make a mistake man you get that pass this year to make that mistake because yes. you're a rookie so and being, let the coach deal with that let the coach deal with it man let him see you know what i see that you're giving effort and you know i'll let you slide on this not too many i don't think he'll make too many mistakes but just that whole cautious mode that he's in when he brings up the ball you see him he's thinking too much and like how you said he holds the ball he's like stalling out and you know that's where guys like uh, these vets, some of these vets like Lou, where if he's there and the play's not happening, he's gonna make it happen. Yes. He's gonna make some. He's gonna create. He's, he's gonna, gonna make, go into alternate thing. Yeah. This is not working. You need an audible man. Let's get into something. something. Yeah, man. And you're that's the quarterback. That's, that's great. You the audible. You the quarterback. You see something. Yes. Call the audible. And for me, um, that would be one of the things that I see. Uh, that is deficient in his game. Uh, he has a lot of good qualities as well, as far as like um, making that shot is coming around. Yeah, he made some shots. That, he gets a little screen, a little pick and pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm liking that. And if he could get into a little bit more of an aggressive uh, attack mode mentality, I think uh, he'd be fine. And don't worry about making mistakes. You know, just get in there and do your thing. You know, I have I had this thought. I think the way D'Angelo Russell looks has us uh, turned upside down. Okay. I think D'Angelo looks from the outside. He's a tall brother, right? Uh He looks like somebody that should be athletic. He looks like somebody who should be crossing people over, getting into the hole. That's what he looks like on the outside. Okay. But he's not that. You know who he is? What is he? He's like Steve Nash. He's like a slow white guy out there. (laughs) Now, Steve Nash wasn't getting around people. He needed 
screens he needed he needed some assistance okay. but we get we didn't say Steve Nash was bad because of that we just said well, get that guy to screen the guy's not working with him I so think, you're saying he he doesn't fit the mold of the type of uh the type of basketball that he plays doesn't fit the mold of, of what he lo- his packaging what he lo- is what the packaging so I think that some of us out here maybe we are expecting something yeah, yeah, yeah. that we're not going to get now if we if we think about him in the the, the, the the frame of these some of these other guys that are not athletic yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and maybe maybe we'd have a better <laughs> um, you know a better time with him. You might be right, man, because he's not. The, I seen today during the Nick game where um, he was scrambling for the ball and it, he just looked like he was in slow motion. He even tried to like dive for the ball, and I was like, man, he doesn't really have that uh, knack to just be in certain spots like that quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you call it? Like that quick, that quick reaction mm-hmm. to things where guys naturally have where they just kind of do do do. They they're at the right spot at the right time. Yeah, he might be a, a old white man and trapped in a young uh, brother's body. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's that's not saying anything in anything bad about him. I think that uh, uh, he still, but even uh, let's go back. Even though he may not have those athletic skills and whatnot, mm-hmm. Steve Nash wouldn't hold the ball and like like yeah. drown a, a 24 second clock possession. He would make something happen. He would he would read the defense and um, get into the teeth of the defense yeah, and disrupt. Some, yes, make something. Don't just out there and dribbling. And that's that's the basic critique that he lots of times just dribbling the ball because the play that he wants to do this quote unquote play is not working. Well, it's on you. Call audible and make something. Plan else B, Plan C, whatever. Make it make something happen. So Dr. If you're listening to this, man. Get into that offense real quick and let those basketball instincts that you've been having your whole damn life yeah. take over, man, and make something happen. Like the like somebody else, like JC. What are you? You know what's oh, up? Oh man, JC's a, a blessing, Clarkson. man. He's yes. a blessing. I mean, yes. this guy, Jordan Clarkson, is a typical example of somebody that, if you work hard enough, if you put the time in, results will happen. Mm-hmm. This guy, I mean, when he came in, he didn't get no playing time. He didn't. He yes. was playing the D League, mm-hmm. you know, uh, due to the fact of injuries and stuff like that. Last season, he was thrown into the fire, mm-hmm. and he just blossomed right in front of our eyes. Now, he's even blossoming even more. It's like, damn, this guy has like, what's his, what's this kid's limit? You know, what is he gonna be next year? What's he gonna be the year after that? And I mean, look at that game on. Uh, when was that game? Um, the Nuggets. The Nug. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Nugget game where. He just kind of took over, man. Thirty point career high from him. that was that was a beautiful thing to see him do that. Yeah, and I'm and and you saw over the summer I'm little clips coming out from him uh, doing workouts with like Bradley Beal with all of these different guys, yeah. you know, in different gyms, you know, you know, playing with the Filipino team and doing, <laughs> you know, he was constantly in the gym, you know, putting in work, you know, and we can't say that for D'Angelo, like I said, because he's. He was in college, and he had to like go to the combine or do whatever he needed to do yeah. to get drafted. So he gets a pass on that. But you're right, Jordan Clarkson has put in the work and is one of the most consistent guys on the Lakers. He really should, along with Lou, should be the closer because he can, he can get that shot just about any time he wants. To. Yeah, he got that first step where he could just get right to the rack and you know get some and ones or just put it down. I'm curious to see you. 
what his career high is going to be at the end of the season. I think yeah. that dude could go for 40 plus, man. I mean, if he gets the green light on that and he's on fire, and yeah. like, you know. Because his, his shots are so easy and he has a very, very consistent mid range shot and he can get there anywhere, anytime he wants. So let's go on to uh, uh, JR. So uh, what's your take Julius on Randall? Julius Randle? Julius Randle, he is, uh, he's like a switch, man, off and on. You know? Hot and cold. Yeah, hot and cold. I mean, you know, against uh, Dallas, I believe he had a pretty good game. And then um, against Brooklyn, he was so, I mean, he's not down in the dumps where he's not yeah. going to, you know, he still brings a lot of energy and he, he has a potential to go off. But I see a lot of frustration in his game where um, he's not getting the calls that he wants or a lot of shots aren't going down. And, and me and you always talk about this. The main issue for him is that if he gets that shot down, everything else will kind of fall into place. If people are giving him that shot, that gap, and they're waiting for him to come in, you know, they're, they're going to close the, they're going to close the door on him right there. They're going to seal him off. He's either going to get a charge or, or, or they're just going to shut him down. But if he hit, starts hitting that that jump shot, then the world opens up for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the that's that's the whole thing. That shot has to be where it's almost his first option. You know that it's almost as good that you know that's the shot that he wants to take. And once he can get that, uh, and that just just like Jordan Clarkson, like you were saying, that just happens over reps, over yeah. reps, over reps, over reps, and he has to consistently take it and not be afraid to miss it. He's got to he's got to take it like I said we're not we're not winning the championship this year. Take those jumpers, you know, and and get the game reps because he has uh, a game. He has a game, and this is just the key to it. This is the yeah, key man. to unlock everything for him and 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 unlock a, a bright future for the Lakers. Yeah, I can't wait for him to get that shot down, man. I know he's gonna get it down because uh, I'm I'm sure just like we're discussing it. Everybody in his camp is discussing it. So shoot at least five jumpers a game, man, and, and see see what happens. You know, No hesitation. No hesitation. Catch and shoot. We won't be mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> channel channel your inner uh, Ray Allen, right, <laughs> and get going on that. Hey, he made that. He banked in that one three. So, <laughs> Or it was a long two. Or is it? Regardless, it was a jump shot that went in, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, so... I'm looking forward to see these uh, young guys. A couple of other young guns are, are starting to step up, but we'll get into that next week yeah. because they haven't really proven uh, a lot. But the energy is great. We're talking about Larry Nance Jr. and, and yeah, maybe we'll see one of those dunks. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah. So hopefully he'll pull one of those out. But uh, yeah, man, that wraps up this young guns uh, segment. <laughs> That brings us to the golden ticket matchup of the week, where we talk about uh, the game that is on the schedule that we're looking forward to. What game um, do you have on your uh, your eyes set on, Lou? Well, out of the four games, Miami, Orlando, Mavs, and Pistons, my eyes gravitate towards the Dallas Mavericks matchup. Little bit of revenge, right yeah, there, huh? Yeah, a little revenge game and seeing uh, how we've grown in the past week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and watching film. Hopefully, these guys find out how to work it so they could get that W. Yeah, they should have got that W yep. last time. Much like uh, today's game, where we should have got the win. So it's it's going to be a road game, obviously, and uh, these are uh, a lot of young guys that are going to be playing on the road. 
but uh, there's still a lot that we can see um, and uh, kind of pay attention to. So I'm I'm definitely gonna have my eyes set on that game. Yeah, that's a good that's a good matchup for me this week. Uh, not to discredit D Wade and the Heat and uh, yeah. Orlando and uh, you know the Pistons, but that one that one's got my attention right there because I like you know like we said we really want to see what they bring to to this game as far as focus and intensity and and getting that W. Yeah, and I I really think that the Lakers have more talent than um, the the Mavs at this point. We have a lot of young talent. Um, and we have some vets, you know. So I, I think on paper, I would argue that we should win that game. So I would like to see if, you know, the guys have made some growth. And also the coaching staff, you know, Byron has made some changes in the lineups and how he's, yeah. how he's doing things as, as we've already discussed. But, you know, those in-game decisions that affected us today, you know, I mean, I want to see how that happens against an opponent that you know we should know what's 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 coming yeah those so. changes those changes being the you know the infusion of meta Larry Nance Jr. and and Terry Black is going to be a different look for them so mm-hmm. hopefully that ignites a little a little fire uh for these guys and and pull out a W for us yeah yeah so you know uh you know the farewell tour begins I guess in earnest and like <laughs> the the real deal for for Kobe. Yep. Uh, we learned that this week, and uh, we're, we're continuing to learn things about uh, these young guys. So, um, you know, we will be there every step of the way. Yeah. So you can follow us at purpleandgoldframes.com or at purpandgold.com for all the latest and greatest in uh, NBA and Laker news. Also, catch us on iTunes. Just do a search for our through purple and gold frames or purple and gold frames, and you will see that uh, that uh, lovely gold and purple logo, and uh, find everything we have to offer. And, and if you have any insights or feedback for us, please let us you know drop us a note and let us know how we're doing. We uh, we take criticism very well. Oh, definitely, and definitely. we take praise very well. Yes, so yeah, that too, <laughs> that too. Don't be shy. Drop us a line if uh, you know if we feel that it's a comment worth mentioning. You might you know get your name mentioned on the podcast. Who knows? Yeah, and uh, keep you know hanging there with us going down this journey of a season very very interesting season and uh we, we're gonna be there every step of the way watching every single moment yes. of every single yes. laker game and uh all of the other things that go along with it and uh talking about it and uh, uh putting it out there to you guys and riding it with just you know riding this way with you guys as well so that wraps up this episode number seven of the Purple and Gold Frames podcast. I hope you enjoy it. My name is Laker Lou. I'm Marcel. And we're out. Peace.